back in those days to play for your own country as a Pacific Islander, it's a huge thing. Especially when you're a local boy growing up in Tonga, you have the motivation to strive and represent your not only your village but to represent your country, which is a huge thing. It, it, back in the days, it was like playing for the Oaklands. I always dreamed to play for Tonga. The experience was just out of this world. I'm forever grateful that I get to play for Tonga. And then when you go to church on a Sunday or when you're in town, everybody knows you. And uh, it's a really, really good feeling. But at the same time, you just got to remain humble and uh, keep up the smile and talk to people and help the younger generation and just simply giving back to your local community. That's awesome. And you mentioned that um, you decided to look ahead of rugby, What what's next? But what was it that made you decide to like put your boots up and just say, I've, I've done my chapter on rugby? Well, I, I guess uh, growing up in the islands, you're advised by your elders. Um, they, they advise you to go abroad and have a life. And sometimes the advice is, is a bit limited because they ask you to focus on rugby, but nobody really had advised us as, as young kids that there's rugby plus uh, further education plus further career. So for me, when I grew up and, and saw that, I thought to myself that I'll be different. I won't have to rely on rugby only. I have to explore anything and pretty much everything where I can adapt to anything and explore the opportunities therefore. I don't want to stuck in a country like when I was in Japan and played rugby in Japan and thought, uh, oh, this is, this is only the life that the world has to offer me. Uh, that was a big no-no for me. I love that. You work with um, people with disabilities and you have a leadership role at the Vakatao Tua in Christchurch. But before that, you used to help Tongan athletes prepare for the Paralympics. How did that start? So I forgot to mention that uh, I was a sport development officer for Tonga Association Sports um, Affiliation. I think that's um, how they call it back in the days. They changed the name now. But uh, we were under the Ministry of Sports for Tonga. So I got the opportunity to work for the Tonga Sports, the Tonga Ministry of Sports uh, to train uh, young kids with disability, uh, with shot put at the Oceania Paralympics. So I guess I had the opportunity to do that because of my work um, here back in the days. And I also did a volunteer uh, work for the Tonga Red Cross, uh, helping uh, kids and uh, kids with autism, taking them out, taking them out for, for rides and visiting certain beaches and uh, introducing them to sports. So, uh, yeah, I just love that. I guess uh, seeing seeing these special human beings, uh, yeah. delighted and happy just with whatever they got. So they kind of inspire me to have that sense of gratitude that we have so much to offer. Sometimes we just take things for granted, but uh, we have a lot to be grateful for. Yeah, absolutely. When were you working with them? Was it before you were in Ikalitahi or after? I just want to explain the condition when you play for Tonga uh, back in the days. So when you play for Tonga, the, the salary is not that uh, professional. Mm. So 
to play for your country, you also have to work um, to have a full-time job as well to support uh, your family. Yeah. So I played for Tonga and worked for Tonga Association Sports Affiliation at the same time. So that, that's how it was. And I also did volunteer work for the Tonga Red Cross all, all in those same years from 2006 to 2008. Oh, wow. So the conversations around disability, I feel like it's stronger nowadays among our Pacifica people. But I, I remember growing up um, because I have a younger brother who's autistic and it was quite taboo at the time. This is like in the 90s. Have you seen the conversations become stronger among our Pacifica people engaging well in talks about people with disabilities? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I think it's um, it's it, it's a motivation to anybody knowing that uh, disability awareness has an increase over the last couple of years, especially with the work that we do for Vakatautua, because our primary role is to offer information and advice and to empower Pacific disabled people, their primary carers, their families, their churches, wherever organizations that they go to, that, uh, that those uh, parties are made aware that we are here to empower Pacifica disabled people simply through, through information. It's, uh, information changes all the time, even in the last couple of years. And sometimes to, to have that information current and to inform uh, our surroundings that, that uh, you know, with, with the stigma of Fakama mm. and the misinterpretation of disability from a traditional point of view that it is a curse. These days, it's no, not really or no longer viewed that way. It's a blessing. That's how people see it down here in Canterbury. Uh, when we see uh, Pacific disabled people or wheelchair-bound people or uh, autistic people, it, it's a blessing. Yeah. Um, you have a call to make uh, for more Pacifica in your field. Why is that important? I think it's very important because the world that we're living in is getting faster. I think we've been distracted by so many, many things than ever before. And I think we can miss out what matters most, not only the essentials, but who we serve these days and um, just recognize, I guess, or, or just value the, the, the quality of people that stand by us and for us uh, standing for them and, and for us to serve uh, the disabled community. If, if we're not uh, taking the time to sit down and reflect uh, have a good look at the support that these people need, I think they will be missed out. I also think that it's important for our younger generation to be reminded uh, that Pacifica people, uh, we, we have a big heart mm. and then we leave, we leave no one behind. That's, that's our passion. We grew up in the islands, whether we grew up here in New Zealand, it doesn't really matter. We have the blood within ourselves, and there's a saying that we can't turn anybody away when they turn up at our doorstep. Our, our service is particularly for this type of service, but when a Pacifica person turns up for help, we don't turn people um, away. That's, that's not us. That's not Pacific. <laughs> yeah. And uh, growing up in the islands, that village supported uh, moral, that humility to ask your neighbor for salt when you're running out of salt. It has to be reborn, those, those beautiful qualities here in New Zealand, uh, that our younger generation be reminded that us Pacifica people, we have the blood within us to serve. And even though we, we may not all be doctors and nurses, but 
we have that inside of us. And as we embark on the journey of servicing or supporting others, especially our disabled community, there are a lot of good things inside of us. You know, it, it's just for our own sake, we'll, we'll be more happier. The people we serve will be more happier. Uh, even our ancestors will be more happier.